Jason Lee Podcast. All right, we're back for our all-new show. Yo, listen, um, y'all just drug poor Marina through the fire. You know, the thing about this show, what I love about all of our fans that have been following Jason Lee and the Jason Lee Show, Jason Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee, Hollywood Unlocked with everybody, then nobody, then you remember the whole Destiny's Child of Podcast thing that we became. Y'all have to understand something about this. This is a very unapologetic but safe space for everybody to have free thought. The problem with the world that we live in now is that we're so afraid of just saying what we think because groups are going to show up with their army fatigue and their banners and fucking... Um, uh, uh, petitions to try to shut things down. Well, guess what, Peter? I will come over here and put a whole goddamn bunny skinned right here alive for you to be mad. What you gonna do? Come throw powder on me? You can't get up the, the elevator. It's a secure building. But no, I wouldn't do that because I love Bugs Bunnies. No, but this is uh, my bullpen. Rob and Marina are here. You know, everybody's like, where's Blue Damage? They at their house. Uh, <laughs> Damage, you can catch us every day, Monday through Friday on the Daily Drop at Amazon, which I'll put something up at the end of, end of this. But this is a show about my opinions on what's happening in the culture, pop culture, politics. And then I brought along two smart ass people, not smart asses, but smart ass people to weigh in on that. And, you know, uh, here's the deal. Uh, I want to say something. I guess last week we used terms that nobody liked. Well, you bums got to get with it because it is what it is. You know, it's so crazy. I remember the days where we used to call each other all types of shit, mm -hmm. you know, and this is like pre-social media. Now where something can go catch on fire, all of a sudden, now you're in my comments putting the whole definition of what a gypsy is. I don't, I don't even know when I'm being offended. I was telling... Uh, uh, my makeup artist, Kaylin, over here that on my last podcast, when somebody asked me what was my type of guy at the time, because it's been an evolving thing. I've been to the Middle East now. I'm fucking with y'all heavy. Um, actually, no, I can't say that because it's illegal. But whatever. I even go over there to Dubai where they don't like the gays, allegedly. I'll say allegedly because they like my gay. Allegedly. No, but... um. I said I like a light-skinned Dominican with tattoos, and everybody thought I hated black people and thought I was a Mexican. I love Mexicans, but I am black. And I think we have to get back. I want us, if I have anything to say to everybody watching, I want to get to a place where we can all have fun and not intentionally be reckless, but be honestly accidentally reckless because that's where the fun lies. I feel like mm -hmm. when you're accidentally reckless and you learn things and you can discover things, you know, it's fun. But all this uptight attitudes of some of y'all in the comments, not the most of you, most of you already know what it is. When you come over here to the show, it's just a bunch of fuck shit for an hour or two. But it's also educational, inspirational. Um, but do, are you a person, are you guys reading comments? Like, are you comment readers? No, no. I, I try to avoid reading the comments. I'll take a, I'll take a like peek at them, mm -hmm. but I won't dive too deep. I don't read them, but they were all getting a screenshot and sent to me. And, and it was Jason texting the group like, Marina, don't read the comments. But thank you for having my back. I just feel like we're always unapologetically reckless because you are. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, so this I'm is like, it, it rubs is. off on us. Listen, if you want boring commentary, Jennifer Hudson has a show. Tamron Hall has a show. Kelly Clarkson has a show. There's so many other boring shows out there for you to go and digest. And I don't care because you are the messy hoes that are going to take this clip and go post it and tag them because you show up for the train wreck. You're literally why the train goes off the tracks. I'm just the reckless train going to 25 miles over speed limit on the track. You're the one that actually gets it off the track. I don't care. <laughs> um, you know, when I said that Kenya Moore, when they said that Kenya Moore had bad pores on the show, I knew that Kenya was going to see that. I'm not, not, not supposed to talk about her pores. I use Neutrogena every day. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I invest in my poor health, so so should she. Uh, anyhow, welcome to the Jason Lee Podcast. And um, by the way, Marina's not canceled. There's nothing she could say on this show other than I'm not the best human being in the world to get fired. <laughs> and uh, we're locked in here. But no, we actually yeah, laughed yeah. at the whole, um, everybody put Marina in a group text and we're telling her that she was being canceled yes. <laughs> during the last show. Um, uh, I'm and sorry. I didn't think it was going to be that spicy in the comments. Damn. Sorry, It got guys. real spicy. Spicy. But you know what? Here I am to live another day. And yeah. Listen, let's create a mantra out of this. Have fun. Don't be a bum. (laughs) Jason. All right. Well, listen, this is the Jason Lee Podcast. Over the last week, I've been healing. I have to tell you guys something. It is harder to get better when you're older. Is is that a thing? Yes. You don't bounce back as quick from being sick, being drunk, all of it. Our well, bodies I like, get no. the drunk thing like I've, I've come to terms with that okay you have a two cocktails three cocktails leave it alone you can't hit a whole bottle like I used to <laughs> but now getting sick it took me two weeks to get over a cough so I had a dream last night that I got diagnosed with cancer is that is that a is it, what is that hypochondria <laughs> <laughs> that's what that is you always be so scared yeah yeah well I know I don't have it I'm, I'm very no. healthy but um so I just this whole getting healthier thing, like I have I, I had a whole moment where I slept one whole day, like 15 hours, and I woke up the next day feeling a lot better. And my friend was like, you do know when you rest your body, it actually heals itself. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, we should get like eight hours. I think eight. Is it seven or eight? Eight. That we should get night every night. Those are people that don't have lives. I know, but it, I mean, it does like, you know, rejuvenate your body. You feel good when you wake up after that. But I don't know. Sometimes when I sleep too much. It's the reverse for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's Mm. what it is for me. Really? Yeah. You can't oversleep and be lethargic. Excuse me. I I don't I don't sleep eight hours a day. Last night I think I slept five, five and a half or whatever, because I've been going to the gym. My body's tired. I'm exhausted. But there's also a lot going on. And also, you know, you have to be careful. I ask God for a lot of things. God, I want this. God, I want this. I want this. And then here he gave it to me. And now I have a now I'm setting out for um a music festival for next year that I'm working on, that we're working on. I'm excited about that. And now there's international opportunities. But, you know, yeah. what I will say, and the reason why I bring it up is I want everybody to take care of themselves out there, not just with your physical health and resting and, you know, all of that and going to the doctor and taking care of yourself. But also, yeah, like, don't stress yourself out over shit that you can't control. When you're jumping in the comments, threatening people, wanting people to die, wanting people to quit, you literally become a part of the problem. You know, your mental health is important. Why let us rent space in your head? Hollywood Unlocked, Jason Lee, the podcast has space in a lot of your heads. You literally are walking around with condominiums, not brains. Um, Some of you, not all of you, because a lot of you are really smart. And those of you that rock with all our recklessness, I appreciate you. But I do want to make sure that everybody's uh, taking care of themselves, even the haters, because you guys also make us great. Uh, You know, one of the things I was obsessed with was how many views we're getting on YouTube, because back in the day, like I used to feel like the only way to count the success was does a video get a million views. And then I was over on Facebook yesterday and one of the clips from one of our episodes in five days had two million views. So uh, and we're monetized there. So the views are not always about where they count in one place unless that's the only place you exist. If you're a YouTuber, then all the YouTube views matter. But when you are everywhere you know syndicated through instagram facebook snapchat whatever as we are you know you look at the totality views but i was like going through all the facebook shout out to our facebook community let me give you an applause yes because two million views means that's two million people that sat there and digested this foolery (laughs) or somebody who just thought we were completely stupid and kept sharing it to all their friends and watch over and over which by the way all those 
accounts matter. Very interesting. All right, so uh, what y'all been up to this week? <laughs> That's how crazy the days are. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where nobody knows what they've been doing. You don't know what you did. Mm-mm, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Besides posting pictures of Italy every week. Yes. Oh, side note. I have to say, um, I'm at an age where expired relationships do not equate to a beef. And if we no longer have a relationship, you don't have to call my staff and ask them how I'm doing or wanting to be around what I'm doing. It just. Isn't necessary. Rob is uh, also, along with running my company, running out of my office every day for an audition. <laughs> yes. Because he's an actor. Mm-hmm. He's an actor. And I support his career, but you have something going on this weekend. Yes, yes, I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm in a play that's only running this weekend in Hollywood. And aren't you getting fucked in the play? That does happen in the play, yes. <laughs> so, this quite aggressive. so this is Ew. art imitating <laughs> reality. <laughs> art imitating life. It is a little aggressive, but it's a it's a, a beautiful experience to be able to live through on stage. So, are you wearing protection when you're getting fucked? We're not point? really having sex; it's implied. But do you do like how Chloe Bailey was talking about with the balloon with Damson? There's interest? no bouncy ball between us. No. But are you naked? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's implied. So like. But the kissing's not implied. No, the kissing is real. But with your tongue. <laughs> and who are you kissing? <laughs> yeah. The my the co-star. But his co-star's name in the play is Rob. Yes. Is he cute? Yeah, he's he's good looking. He's so you're straight. gonna kiss him for real? Yeah, you're gonna put your tongue in his mouth? No, we're not tonguing each other. We're just—he's straight. Yes, he is. He's married actually. That don't mean nothing. <laughs> and you did you meet the wife? You yeah, yeah, I met her while he was fucking you. No, but she <laughs> she said she's excited to see us together in the play. Fucking <laughs> wait. So is the wife? Has she been on set during rehearsals? No, she has not been. So this is the first time she'll be seeing her husband fucking a man. Yes, essentially. <laughs> I'm going to go to one of the shows, so I'll be back to report. I want to see you front and center. I don't want to see Robbie. Getting your back blown out. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, let me see. Okay, well, congratulations on getting fucked for money. Because technically that makes you a sex worker. You know that, right? Because you're getting paid to get fucked on a play for money. It's implied. So you're an implied sex worker. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Thought I would give you your flowers early. Oh <laughs> my god! I won't be there, but oh wish god, you all the best. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> all right, it's the tea with Jason Lee. Always important to give your friends their flowers while they can smell them. Shout out to <laughs> the friends of mine that have sent me flowers this past week for the uh, third annual Hollywood Unlock Impact Awards. Have we unpacked that here at all? Uh, I think we ta- we talked about it briefly. Very briefly. Very briefly. On the podcast? Yeah. Yes. It was like super quick. Oh, my God. You didn't if, do your end If you guys missed it, before we even get into the tea, take a look at this recap. Tonight is all about impact here at the Beverly Hilton as we celebrate Hollywood Unlock's third annual Impact Awards. Hollywood Unlocked started from an Instagram. And now we're at the International Ballroom at the Beverly Hilton for our second year. Tonight, 
over on the carpet as we get ready to honor some of the most inspirational, iconic, and impactful people in the culture. We all make an impact of some kind, and I think we get stuck on how big that impact is. You know, it's always a really good feeling when you're recognized by your own. A lot of times people think that success comes by really doing the things that are public facing, but it's oftentimes the things that nobody sees that has the biggest impact. Welcome to the third annual Hollywood Unlocked Impact Awards. Give it up for Shantae Moore, y'all. Hollywood Unlocked Community Award recipient, Catherine Bruton. My mother was someone who understood in great loss losing my father to gun violence. She went back into a neighborhood and bought up the block. My mother did the real work and I'm just finishing what she started. The work continues. The Hollywood Unlocked Innovation Award, Law Roach. I wanted to be considered the best and by the grace of God and hard work and believe in myself, I achieved that. The Hollywood Unlocked Impact Award for Fearlessness, Chloe Bailey. Over the past few years, there have been so many times where I didn't feel fearless at all. It may sound crazy, but I felt the opposite of fearless. And then I realized that's the whole point of being fearless. Doing it anyway because you believe in it. Be fearless. The Impact Awards were founded to honor the leaders who shape our culture and our future. My passion is Hollywood Unlocked, but now it's time to lock into my purpose. God has blessed you in a way to do for others what I did for you, and it's your responsibility now to use your platform more responsibly. Here at the Hollywood Unlocked Impact Awards, I'm excited to announce the launch of my foundation, the Hollywood Cares Foundation. On behalf of Robert Smith and our company, Hidden Empire, we just wanted to donate $50,000 to Jason and the unbelievable work that you are doing. Thank you so much. Clap it up for them. Clap it up. The reason why I decided to make the theme Bet on Black is because we live in a world where black and being black is not easy. Disney bet on black, and when they did that, you saw in the first week they made over $100 million. Shout out to Halle Bailey, the first black Little Mermaid. Social impact is Whoopi Goldberg. The impact I have is because of the impact I've seen. So when you've seen people make an impact, you feel like you could do the same thing, and then someone says, hey, you've made an impact, and that's... That's a wonderful thing to hear from people, so I really appreciate it. Yours, mine, ours. I could do this for hours. Sit and talk to you for hours. I want to give you... Where would I be without understanding the blueprint of what real music and lyrics and songs and songwriting is if it wasn't for the king, Babyface? It's always hard for me to see myself as an icon because I don't feel like, I, I don't do it by myself. It's every one of you that, that inspires me and, and the artists that I work with and that it all comes from. And God, you know, God put me here. So work it on me. Whatever you want. It's all right with me. You got that with the Work it on me. Yeah, it's better than love. So 
sweet as can be. You. If you knew him personally, you knew that he was going to say what was on his mind. Tupac Shakur. My brother Tupac fiercely was willing to lend his voice, his talent, his legacy to the promise of tomorrow. Okay, now you know we can't end the show without some good singing. Jonathan McReynolds! Get into Jesus, y'all. I mean, phenomenal. And this year, uh, I will say that the only thing that I have to complain about, the only thing, and you know what it is. Yeah, I think what? so. What? Was it? The budget. Oh, no, I didn't no. I didn't think that was it. I told Rob that I didn't want to spend more <laughs> than $500,000 on the uh, award show. He ended up spending $885,000. But how you wanted to increase the guests. How are you going to increase the guests? First of all, I don't need you asking <laughs> logical I'm questions. Mr. Smith. So. No, we, we have gone through that budget forensically, mm -hmm. and we see where the issue is. The issue is the venue is very expensive. It is. But, I, but like I was saying, the reason why I chose that venue is because I do think that the culture needs to go into spaces that it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. There is not a black-owned award show that I know of maybe the NAACP awards. I don't know, but <clears throat> I mean, they're on BET. So I don't know the relationship with that, but you know, we own this award show as black owned. It's the only black owned award show that's in that venue. That venue is iconic. Clive Davis has had his iconic party. Clive, I'm coming for you. I'm going to replace <laughs> your party. No, I'm not gonna replace it. But you know, I think it was important, but the reason why I share the price is because a lot of people hit me up all the time talking about, help me with this, help me with that, help me with that. Nobody gave me anything. I worked hard for this shit. And I don't believe, one thing that Floyd Mayweather taught me years ago was ownership and the importance of staying in control and not being obligated to people. Once Netflix gives you a million dollars for an event, you everything has to be approved by Netflix. I do everything I want to do, and then we execute, and then we get people who want to buy into what we've, in, what we've invented. And so uh, I could tell you already this next year that we're actually now, what I love about coming out of this past year is that we're already in the next year. Yes. And one person that I uh, announced on the Daily Drop that we're honoring is Christian Louboutin, who is a good friend of mine. And who's a black man and who's uh, a gay black man, a father, an extremely important business uh, owner to the culture. But what he's been able to build is just so iconic. And I'm already visually seeing what I want the room to turn into when he gets on stage. It's going to be it's going to be fire. But the other people that we have, too, just another person today that they told me, um, you know, is willing to be honored. It's, it's crazy how it's shaping up. But what I love about it and when you guys get to see it and the reason why I'm talking about it is because I'm going to put it online. When you see how well it was shot, how well it was produced, Shantae Moore, the, the music, the baby face moments, and the fact that we we had a little ratchet. We had we had Zeus Network front row. <laughs> uh, I think it really is it encaps, encapsulates all of what we touch here at Hollywood Unlocked. So I can't wait to share. Did you enjoy? I mean, did you get to enjoy it at all? I did get to enjoy it moment to moment. There were some moments that I, you know, I was running around trying to just make sure everything ran smoothly and was perfect. But I will say that to me, it looked like a $5 million production. And I think it was 
important for us to do it that way this year. And uh, like you said, people are knocking down the doors to to partner with us. And I think even Law Roach said on stage, what did he say? Uh, he can said, we say Jason uh, can, Lee has a budget? Yeah, can we say Jason Lee has a budget? <laughs> a few people did. And even Babyface, I don't know if you caught this, but Babyface said the same thing Jennifer Lewis said last year. He said, I've been in this room many, many times and I've never seen it look this beautiful. Yeah. So that's a, that's a running theme. It felt really good. What, this was your first year. What did you think? The food was bomb. The floral arrangements fire. I love how ev- there was like a dress code because everybody remember it was like black ties only. People were going out buying suits. It was that, well, that was a mistake. Black tie for those of you that don't know how to dress up does not mean you have to have a literal black tie. Right. But there was security at the front saying, "You ain't got no black tie. Right. You can't get in." That wasn't <laughs> accurate. Yeah. No. But some people also were just like dressed different. Yeah. 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 So I loved it though. It was fire. I can't wait for the full. What about the after party? Out. After party, DJ Booth did that. DJ Booth, shout out to DJ Booth. He did that. <laughs> did that. A lot of people were saying on his social media, "How dare you do his event?" He hates Nicki Minaj. I don't hate Nicki Minaj. She was not invited, but Booth is her DJ, and he's also he was Wendy Williams DJ, mm-hmm. which is you know where I met him, and he did a phenomenal job. That party was lit. Um, I can't, the party, the pictures are all on my social media. And we'll be uploading the whole show for you to see. The thing that I will say that's important to your point of that it looked like a $5 million um, um, production is when they initially sent us the budget, it was like $3 million. And me and Rob got on that call and we said, we're going to strip that all the way down. Because what people have to understand is how do we book our show? My phone. How do we book the award show? My phone. We call in favors, we call in friends, and that's the power of relationships. A lot of you are out there fumbling those. Those Social equity in relationship building and leveraging those networks is really important. And I'm at a point in my career now where everything you touch in the culture, I'm gonna be involved with, whether they're an advertiser, whether they're a network I've been on, whether I have a partnership with them, whatever, and people talk. So all of you out here fumbling mm-hmm. relationships, if you don't know, if you don't, you can be poor financially, but rich in relationships and you can get everything you want. It's all about uh, God's timing and putting in the work. All right. Uh, see y'all next year, though. And I'll be overseeing the budget a lot more closely. <laughs> but thankfully, hopefully with the brands that are interested now, we'll have more money. Yeah, absolutely. But we're going to mark at least a million dollars towards production next year. I at think that'll, that'll, that'll be fire. To. I mean, maximum a million dollars. I mean, maybe minimum. I don't know. A million. It's going to be around a million because 885, we were able to do a lot and it looks rich. But I think another 115 at after party going to be a zoo. Because oh we need an open bar all night. Yeah. You know, we, did, we didn't do open bar all night. I think there needs to be an open bar all night. I think there needs to be bottles at the table during the show so mm-hmm. people can be drinking and having mm-hmm. a good time. And we also said, like, moving into a bigger space for the after party. So that might, you know, yeah. tack on a little bit. So more. that room that we did the after party in would be, like, the reception area, like, where you come and there's more in space. In the beginning. In the beginning. And then mm-hmm. when the parties, when the awards are over, the drapes will open and then the after party will be in a much bigger you know, you may have oh, like, Lord. what's the people that swing across the rooms? Um, oh, like at um the club. No, what are those people called? The, um, the um, acrobat people. No, they're like the, trapeze. Yeah, they do acrobats, but they're like the real high end. What do they call? Oh, it? I don't know. In no, in Vegas, it's the um Cirque du Soleil. Oh yeah, man, we mm-hmm. ain't gonna do that. that shit, <laughs> All right, let's get to this tea. All right, so listen, um. This is the craziest thing ever because you fans are getting out of control at shows every day on Instagram, on Hollywood Unlocked and on our website. We're posting stories. My team is posting stories about stupid stuff y'all are doing at concerts. Because I come from the era where you would just go to a concert, sit your ass in your seat, stand up when Beyonce comes out, dance all day, then go home. That's not what y'all do now. Y'all come with backpacks full of stuff to throw. And now 
Uh, you ain't even supporting your favorite artist. Now, let me tell you what happened. While performing at a festival in Switzerland, this rapper ski masked the slum guy. This generation is just getting names of rappers out of Cracker Jack boxes. I don't know what is happening. Ski Mask the Slump God encouraged a fan to stage dive into a large crowd. Now, despite the fans warning them not to jump and saying don't do it, the fan took a running start and then plummeted straight to the ground. So this was supposed to be this whole epic moment uh, where they were supposed to catch him and carry him like Simba in the <laughs> Lion King. Well, baby, they carried him away. Take a look at this video. It's sad to watch. Hey, that's too high. Hey, 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 hey. Too high. Hey, 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 hey. Holy shit. It's the multiple angles for me. <laughs> oh, you ran, and first of all, what in the gymnastics of non Olympics did you think was going to happen when you were standing on stage with somebody named Ski Mask, the Slump God? <laughs> Had you jump and slump off the stage, you look dumb. And of course, you know, y'all say I'm racist, but of course you are white because black folks, we ain't jumping off no stage. Not even Travis Scott jumps off the stage anymore. Maybe he does, but you know, he's been keeping up with the Kardashians for a minute, so who knows? Uh, that was foolishness. And then the looks on everybody's face, um, I don't know if you saw that, you could go back and watch it, but everybody was looking very confused. Like, did he just jump off the thing? Um, is there any artist in the world that you would jump off the stage for? I wouldn't even jump in a pool like that, of water. <laughs> like, head first is different. Like, he, I'm surprised he didn't snap his neck. But everybody before was like, no, no, don't do it. Yeah, I'm like, it, he literally looked like he was about to jump off a cliff, like cliff diving. Why would you jump from that high into a crowd? It was pretty ridiculous how do you call out to work the next day hey sorry can't come and sprain my neck jumping head first off a stage and then the, the the funniest part is your favorite artist that made you almost kill yourself he ran off stage and left you there by yourself and kept performing he just went on with the performance his name is ski mask the slump god i don't even know who you are i'm not going to talk too much because you look like you're still in the um economical situation that I could run into somewhere in public. So I'm just going to leave it alone, <laughs> you know? Cause you know, sometimes I'd be talking shit. You know, I'll talk shit, Jay-Z, Pharrell, whatever. And I, I'll run into Pharrell somewhere. You rarely run into Jay-Z is like a, I was going to say a dinosaur. I meant like a unicorn. That's what I meant. He's like a unicorn. You know, you, you may or may not, but you really don't hate on Jay, but you know what I'm saying? Like Slump God, he's probably going to be a Delilah. <laughs> You know, I'll pull up on you or a Zeus Network premiere. Oh, oh my gosh, yes, for sure. That there. Wait, are we not? Are we talking about? Huh? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> we already. My slump God. I had to look at our notes because just the foolishness that I've seen on the internet 
We're going to be talking about Jocelyn Hernandez at some point in the show. So I know right now everybody's like, where is it at? Fast forward to that. No, just just go through the show. Just, I'm going to save that for later. All right. Um, Selena Gomez. Now, I'm starting to think that sneaky Selena is a bully because I've been having meetings about you, Selena. Oh, yeah. Oh, you didn't know? Oh, yeah. I'm out here in these streets. I deal with white people news, too. Mm. I ain't just dealing with news. I'm dealing with white people news, too. Here they're going to be in the comments. Don't you say, mm-hmm. you're Mexican. I'm black. <laughs> I'm black. We own the word. I'm going to use the word. At least half of me going to use the word. All right. Well, Selena Gomez is in the news because she reportedly, I'll just say allegedly, allegedly, believes her ex-boyfriend, The Weeknd, my friend Abel, used her pain for entertainment. Um, as he created the character Jocelyn in his uh, HBO show, The Idol. Now, the entire plot of the show, if you haven't seen it, is around Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Not Jocelyn. That's the story coming up. It's around (laughs) Jocelyn and her painful and personal struggles outside of her music career. Now, we all know that Serena. Selena Gomez... Selena Gomez is has had a, Selena Gomez has had a lot of mental health issues. She battled with depression, anxiety. She's been on her TikTok talking away. You know, she was with that boy Justin Bieber when he was semi-suicidal or on drugs, allegedly on drugs and running from the allegedly. law. Remember, he was getting flat tires on the freeway, high-speed chases, parties at his house, and then you know, then he left her for that white girl, Haley. What's Haley's last name? Baldwin. Baldwin. You know, her uncle the one who shot that woman. He killed her on set. You know that, right? You know that? Oh, I know. You guys know that. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to be serious right now. I know they're like, ooh, if this camera was off, they would be, they would be kicking right now because her, she's in, she's in a beef with Haley Baldwin, whose family kills people. Now, whether he killed her intentionally or not, he's still a murderer. Allegedly. And Haley's a bully. Well, that's what they're oh. saying. No, but that's what they're saying. But I'm going to tell you who I think the real bully is. It's Selena. No, don't do that to our queen. Hold on, Mate. <laughs> Your queen. Yes. Selena is that girl. I add one white person to the show. And all <laughs> First of, of all, she's, she's Spanish. <laughs> well, but you're not. I'm saying you. 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 I'm oh, talking me. about you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, y'all are gonna attack me for that. So I let mean, me Selena not say too much. There's nobody that watches said, this show. She's a queen? No, 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 yes. no, no, no. She said our queen. There's nobody oh. that watches this show that says that that is their queen. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Marina used to work at the Kelly Clarkson show. <laughs> well, anyway, now, so I'm going to tell you, I think Selena Gomez, I think you're the problem. And I'm going to tell you why I think you're the problem, because I've been having meetings about you, girl. I've been at the Soho House having meetings about you, mm-hmm. places and spaces that you think I can't crawl. Now, <laughs> Selena Gomez is claiming that Abel, The Weeknd, who just had 80,000 people, by the way, at his show in... I don't know, in the country where tickets were probably $30 a piece. <laughs> it was in London, I'm playing. Um, she's now mad and she's irked with The Weeknd for allegedly using her mental health struggles uh, that she used to deal with and turn it into art. Now, they're saying that she de- she dealt with all of this, this stuff that uh, she was going through mentally with him while they were dating. And they dated for 10 months way back in 2017. So this girl's been holding on to this for six years, or she thinks he's been holding on to this for six years. Now, for Jocelyn, uh, the character played in his in his, in his uh, show, uh, that sh- that person's played by Johnny Depp's daughter, Lily Rose, Lily Rose Depp. Now, Lily Rose, let me show you. Well, Lily Rose Depp is the stepdaughter to Amber Heard, who was taking shits in her daddy's bed. 
So as I tell the story, the reason why I paint the picture, no pun intended, <laughs> the reason why I paint this doo-doo brown photo for you <laughs> is because this is the type of craziness that goes on in Hollywood. The 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 past suicidal songstress Selena has a problem with her wildly wonky successful weekend ex-boyfriend who's has a show being played by a girl whose stepmother shitted in her dad's bed, who was also Captain America or Captain Jack or what was he, Captain Jack Sparrow? He's a pirate. <laughs> He's a pirate. Arr. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. uh, let me show you a photo of Selena and the weekend when they were dating. They made a cute couple. Yeah. Now, I ain't going to mm-hmm. lie about that. They would have yeah. had some really interesting biracial Donald Trump hated babies <laughs> for sure. Okay. <clears throat> now, um, let me show you a photo of the weekend and Lily Rose. Depp. Something wrong with her face. Her face looked like, did that bitch really shit in my dad's bed? <laughs> That's what it's given to me. But Weekend still looks good here, too. Now, sources are saying that, you know, there's a lot of similarities between all of them, between Selena's life and Jocelyn, and that they're just uncanny, being that she actually dated The Weeknd. It's even more creepy for her because her real-life pain was used for entertainment value in the show, and that that's what really irks her. Now, everyone on her team who has known her for a very, very long time is dumbfounded by this. And they're just saying, like, you know, at the end of it all, is Selena right or wrong? Is she telling the truth or not? I don't know. That's why we have to look into it. So now what I want to say is that, you know, there are a lot of people that believe that Selena just needs to move on and that she's stuck in the past. And this is where I want to go back to what you were saying about Heli Baldwin and thinking that she's the mean girl. I really think that this girl can't move on. I think that you let Justin Bieber um, go swimming in your guts for years. And then when he got tired of that and thought that the pool wasn't deep enough, he got out and jumped in some other pool. And you're mad about that. You weren't invited to the wedding because you're the ex. You shouldn't. What are you going to do? Show up as the wedding singer and sing a song none of us want to hear? We don't care. All right? Um, You're getting older. Like, you're not like that superstar. I mean, yeah, you have a lot of social media followers, but they're all getting old now. And those people are having families. And they're actually in relationships with people that love them, unlike you. You have not been able to find yourself in a happy relationship since. Um, I don't even think Demi Lovato hangs with you anymore. They too busy figuring out who they are. All of you guys have mental health issues. I think you should support a, a create a support group. Um, and I'm not bashing people with mental health issues because I'm in therapy too. Clearly, I haven't gone this week. This is why I'm talking this way. But um, here's some of those funny things that people are saying uh, are between Jocelyn and her. Take a look. This is a photo of them both kissing towards the camera. Really? People kiss towards camera. <laughs> okay. Now, people are saying this is something that she's done all throughout her career, and so Jocelyn knows that that's a thing. Now, aside from both women gaining superstardom as child actors, they both had to cancel their tours due to their mental health. In 2016, Selena suffered a mental breakdown after receiving her lupus diagnosis canceled the last leg of her tour and checked into a psychiatric facility. She later claimed that she's being overworked and exhausted. Now, in The Idol, Jocelyn loses her mother, suffers a mental health breakdown, and is forced to cancel her tour, with her team saying that she was overworked and exhausted. I say it's a coincidence. I say it's a coincidence. That's like saying that if somebody's out there still in Magnolias, that you can't create a movie called Still in Magnolias. I mean, there's <laughs> a movie called Still Magnolias. 
Now, another alleged similarity, and this is so dumb that I even have to go through all this because as you can see, this is just petty as hell. Both of the women were told to keep their hospital bracelets on for video and photo shoots while dressed in lingerie. Here's a photo of Selena and Jocelyn wearing hospital bracelets. Here's another picture of them singing in booths, uh, creating music, as artists do. And somehow now Selena believes that that's all about her. This song ain't about you, boo. Um, what do you think? What do you guys think? I feel like <clears throat> Beyonce has every reason to feel like Swarm is about her because that was a little bit more obvious. Are, you, so you're you're bringing up Beyonce as you relate to Selena. <laughs> Correct. Because <laughs> I'm saying that no, I'm I'm comparing Swarm to the Idol. To me, that's more like specific. The whole like, I don't know. This I feel like is very loose, and I love Selena. I feel like she's very unbothered, but I don't know why she's bothered by this because everybody in Hollywood has mental breakdowns. What do you mean she's unbothered? This girl's always bothered. Everything I always hear about her is her having a mental health breakdown, Justin, having a mental health breakdown over Haley Baldwin. They say that she was trolling. I think she's obsessed with the fact that everybody in her life that was once in her life is now doing better than her. Justin is married and fine. He, Justin, we haven't heard about him being strung out on drugs. He found the Lord, even though his pastor was sleeping with other women in the church, one of which looked like a crackhead. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, he's doing better in life right now. He's happy. Um, I don't think her, do her and Taylor Swift hang out anymore? Swift and the Swifties are all over the world selling out, selling out stadiums. I mean, Demi Lovato has been a he, she, they, and thou all in one year. <laughs> Everybody's doing better than her. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a major stretch because if we look at it, one, they, played some Britney Spears songs in the production of the, the, the show. They also, I'm sure we can pull up pictures of Britney Spears blowing kisses. I'm sure we can pull up pictures of Britney in the uh, booth recording we music. We can pull up pictures of Britney Spears getting slapped. With a bracelet on from <laughs> the hospital. That this weekend? That was crazy. That was crazy. But, and also, if you want to make a comparison to yourself from this character, be careful because the character in the show turns out to be a manipulative monster. So... If you want to make that comparison, like be careful because in the end, that's what happens. So, well, and that's what people are saying now. I know that we're talking about your queen and mm -hmm. the whole queendom is getting I upset just love over Selena. here. That's no, it. I mean, you can love, I love Selena too. The other one is she did. I, I, I would just go on to say, like, I really feel like Selena is, this is my opinion. Selena, I think you're manipulative. Um, I think that you do have mental health issues and I think that those are clouding your judgment. Um, if you're sitting on TV watching what your ex, I don't know what my exes are doing. I'm not looking at nothing. They're doing none of their projects. I don't see, no, I don't care what they're doing. If you're sitting up there following everything, tracking and checking off boxes where you think that it's all about you, maybe you're all about you. Maybe you should call Kanye and you two should have a baby. Uh, so that way you can call it baby narcissism, um, you know, or whatever. I just don't understand where it's all coming from or where it's all going. But what I do know is that you're annoying me. Uh, either way, The weekend is closing out his uh, world tour. He just performed his last show to 80,000 people in London. And I don't think he's thinking about you. Uh, but, you know, I wish you the best. I know that, you know, I'm, I'm being a little harsh on you and you're probably going to go cry in your room if you see this or have your fans create anime tracking me down the street and beating me with bats like the other ones did. But um, don't really care. I, I'm, I'm sad that you're so obsessed with yourself. And stop harassing these other girls because I know what you're doing to um, Haley Baldwin, 
and Justine Sky and all the other girls where you're unleashing your feelings on TikTok and driving all your fans to go and harass them. She really is the mean girl. Start paying attention. I'm telling you, start paying attention to what she's doing. Because Selena, I... I don't know about the Justine I Sky see you. team. Oh, I, oh, I see. Because Justine is friends with Haley. Mm. And so that whole circle has been slammed, Justin, all of them. And um, and and they're they're reportedly having issues dealing with all the super fans. So, whatever. Bye. Those is white people problems. I, you know, have we ever had any black celebrities say that they're so stressed out and depressed over seeing their boyfriend or girlfriend play something in the movie? Have we ever heard that? No, I don't think so. We don't care. We got our own problems. We trying to figure out. Never mind. I ain't gonna say it. Just leave it alone. <laughs> All right. She's in the news. Larsa, we've been so disconnected now that when I talk about you, it's just like you're a regular person now, like not somebody that I know, you know? Like, you know, when you talk about somebody that you know, like well, I was like, oh, Cardio, Rihanna, like, you know, but like Larsa, I used to, this used to be somebody I used to hang out with a lot. I don't really see her that often, more so because she moved to Miami and I'm here in Los Angeles, but also because she's now in a reality star. She's a reality star now and in a relationship with somebody that's creating so much controversy. Now, I knew this was coming. Uh, Larsa Pippen, as you know, is dating, not him. <laughs> She's dating his son, uh, Marcus Jordan. Marcus Jordan is the son of legendary basketball player Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan used to play on a team with Larsa Pippen's ex-husband, Scottie Pippen, and the father of her four children. Lars is now on a reality show called Real Housewives of Miami. He's her boyfriend, I guess, now on the show. They also have a podcast together, which, by the way, I saw my interview on The Pivot the other night on, on YouTube. Randomly, I ran across it, and I said, she's dating him. They should do a podcast, this and that. So I need my money. Run me my back. Well, Michael Jordan admitted that he did not approve of this relationship because everybody's been wanting to know what he thinks because, you know, optically it looks really messy out of the billions of people that you could have chose to date. You chose to date the son of your ex-husband's teammate who happens to be the most iconic basketball player in the world. Well, uh, the couple is now speaking out. Larson and Marcus reacted to Michael Jordan's disapproval on their podcast called Separation Anxiety. Now, remember, when the paparazzi caught with, uh, with uh, Michael, Michael Jordan said he did not approve of it, and he left it at that. Larsa said that she felt, quote, embarrassed and traumatized. <laughs> Kanye West called you a hoe. Kim Kardashian shamed you when she was being a hoe. Oh. But how? Michael Jordan just said no. This is the son of your boyfriend, the father of your boyfriend. He gets to tell you whether he approves or not. So I don't know how you felt embarrassed or traumatized. Um, but anyway, um, Marcus felt that it wasn't that big of a deal. And I agree with Marcus. Uh, here's some of what they both had to say. Laughs, you know, kind of like how I laugh. I, like, I think I laughed at a lot of the questions that we go through on this podcast. But uh, he laughed and then the reporter, I guess, asked him again and he let out an emphatic no. When I saw it immediately, I thought, like, he's playing. He's being joke joking. He's laughing. He's, you know, just being playful. He's, you know, a little lit, maybe off the Sincoro, walking out of Matignon. And so, you know, I didn't put too much weight into it, but I know that it made you a little nervous. And so when he texted and called and obviously wanted to make sure we didn't take things the wrong way, I think it helped you feel a little more at ease. Our parents both want us to be happy. And if we make each other happy, then it's great. Yeah. But... 
I do understand that it's not awkward for us to be together because it's us, but it probably is awkward for my kids, friends, people. Um, it is awkward. It is awkward. Although I've seen them together and I'm sure I'll be going to dinner with them when I go to Miami. I, I like them together because they both are happy and Lars has been looking for happiness for a long time. And who knows? Love shows up in strange ways. Um, I don't think that there's a relation, like there's not a father or son of somebody who I know that I want to sleep with. In fact, I will say, well, no, let me back up. Sleep with maybe. <laughs> Date, no. Like, you know, you do have to think about optics when you think about relationships, when you're a public figure, right? And then when you have kids who are playing basketball and who are out there and having to, like, they're talking, people are talking shit like, yeah, your mom is, I mean, that's a lot, you know? And I, I don't know if Lars is on this whole I'm living my best life thing. Like, I don't care anymore. It's all about my happiness, which I could get. But at the same time, when you are a mother of four and you are in the public eye, you do have to care to a certain degree. What do you think? I just feel like this podcast is not the best idea for them. Because for her to just tell on herself and say she felt embarrassed, I feel like she should have just not said anything. And I feel like she's embarrassed because they told everyone that Michael Jordan's okay with it with their relationship. So for him to say no, it makes him look stupid. Like, oh, we're just lying to like make our relationship look accepted. But I mean, it was all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it gives. Traumatized and embarrassed. I think that's like a stretch too far. Like for, you're two consenting adults. Who cares? Like move on, enjoy your relationship for however long it lasts. I just think they should just enjoy their time together. Do you think it's going to last? I, I hope so. I hope yeah. she, you know, I hope she's happy and in a, you know, Look, that's no shade. That's no shade. I'm just saying. I hope she's happy. I hope she remains happy, and she should just enjoy the moment she's in with him. That used to be your friend. You think they're going to last, Jason? <laughs> hey, well, there was that. Um, I don't see this relationship lasting forever. Because I just don't believe relationships these days last forever. Lars is a beautiful girl. He's a handsome young guy. He has a lot of money. She has money. They're both living in Miami. The reality show. It's a it's a it's a Molotov cocktail waiting to happen. <laughs> but he does seem even kill, and she's very even kill to the extent that I don't see it being messy and a real you know mm -hmm. disastrous thing or whatever. Um, I wish them the best. But Michael Jordan ain't fuck with y'all. That, that That's a big no. Even if he whispered, right? That's a big no. Is that a big no? What? Mm. I think he'll be at the wedding if it happens. I don't think so. Well, Because Scotty will be... Oh, no, Scotty probably would. Well, Larsa and um, Marcus is for you. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Bye. There's not a cage big enough. <laughs> At our award show, there was only one person banned from the award show. Actually, there was five, but. Yeah, there were a few. There were five. Should I name them? Yeah. N no. N no. No. <laughs> Why do you want me to be messy? <laughs> Why would you ask that? Of course do you know the names that were banned? No. Yeah, you do. You know? You do. I know. I think I know two. You know, three for sure. or four. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was one of them. <laughs> and I'm going to show you why. But before I do that, let me just tell you. Remember I was at the Floyd Mayweather and um, John Gotti the third fight? 
where they had this huge fight in the ring because of a misunderstanding or whatever <clears throat> that spilled out into the outside. And then there were fights that went on for another hour behind the scenes. Well, this person had approached me talking really crazy. And I remember looking in their eyes and what I saw in her eyes that night was my mother. When my mother was strung out on heroin, how she would behave. When she was strung out on crack cocaine, how she would behave. That's what I saw. Very absent, very not there. Would you, you won't probably meet this. She said it like, what the fuck? Like, who let this monkey out the cage? Me, you're talking to me? Now, mind you, I'm, fr I'm friends with her husband. But I knew her husband before she knew her husband. So let's be very clear. I know this is really weird because I'm, I'm low-key disrespecting his wife, but not really. Yeah, I am. But I'm not disrespecting his wife. I'm disrespecting, disrespecting this. Because her husband, although we saw him turned up and mad and all that, he was also trying to control her. And he was also trying to defend her. <clears throat> because Ballistic Beats is a good person. Very talented producer. Nice guy. Very nice guy. He just found himself in some crazy situation. Because I know he can't be completely head over heels in love with this. I used to really be a big fan of Jocelyn. I just thought Puerto Rican princess. She had, you know, and we were friends or friendly. We were friendly. You know, we would talk about hooking up every time we went to Miami, but we never hooked up because I never knew what it was going to give. Probably, I would, my, her credit card probably wouldn't work. I would have to pay for everything. Or maybe she needed me to Uber her places. I don't even know if she drives. She probably don't have a license. Well, she's in the news because the video of that fight that she was in from the Floyd Mayweather situation has now been released. And I saw recently at the Breakfast Club, Charlamagne had the audacity to ask who released it. Whoever did deserves a round of applause. Not done yet. <laughs> you deserve an Emmy for that because you let the public see what I had to watch, what we had to endure. This right here was what happened after she got into it with Big Lex, you know, the double homicide girl at the fight. Take a look. wasn't the man that punched her, by the way. That was a um, a non-lipstick lesbian. <laughs> I heard Johnny I laugh know, in the Johnny. other room. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was a non-lipstick -lips lesbian, but there were there were <laughs> men who were punching the women too. Um, and actually, and actually, 
Um, there were men punching women. There were women punching. It was a mess, and she created all that. Remember, she got arrested. Do we have her mugshot? She got arrested and was charged with all types. Look at that. That's the worst <laughs> Halloween mask I've ever seen in my life. And you know when somebody's eyeballs are that yellow, you know they got all types of other stuff going on. Can we, can we, y'all need to freeze this and zoom in on her pupils and tell me what they look like. I bet you they as round as that circle right there. Right. Okay. Well, she got arrested for all types. Oh, (laughs) well, actually when the pupils are small, that's when you're allegedly right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who is your mate? Caitlin, did you do her makeup? today? (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway, Johnny's messy as hell for zooming in on that face. Now I know you got Zoom in abilities. We about to do all types of messy oh, shit over God. here. Well, Jocelyn was arrested for resisting arrest, fighting police, uh, and a video of that fight with police that she was resisting has now surfaced. So let me just say this before I play this. Right after this all went down, her publicist called me about her coming on the Jason Lee Show. Remember I called you guys and told you that they wanted to come on the show? And I said, my response was, in fact, I'm going to put it right here. Take a look. Fuck no. Fuck no. Because I just didn't believe that she deserved to be on the platform. Well, she went to the Breakfast Club and she tried to, you know, she did a whole skit where she came in playing like she was knocking people out. Violence is not funny. Violence is not a joke. And I'm not slamming the Breakfast Club. I'm just saying that I would not have been able to sit in the room with that pig and lipstick. I'm just, I'm not. And this is what we had to endure at a Floyd Mayweather fight. So if you're a boxing fan, if you're a sports fan, if you're a human fan, if you like humans, if you like treating dogs with respect and believe humans should be treated with some respects like you treat a dog, this is what she did, look. You gotta come out. Let's have fucking outside. Touch me. I don't want no white man No one's gonna touch you. Shut up, bitch. You shut up, bitch. Why? Come on. Hey, 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 get back. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Give me a fuck. I got it. 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 I I'm not a f***er. You're going down first. All my motherfuckers. Get her up. 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 Watch. 
Y'all going to jail. Y'all going to jail. You won't have a job tomorrow. You won't have a job tomorrow. Look at me, motherfucker. Shut up. I don't care. Shut up, fucking white. Shut up. Shut up. White. You won't have a job tomorrow, you racist bitch. You want it, a bitch? At this point, you're making it worse. Stand up. 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 Somebody says she was in cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> it was the don't touch me while they're touching you for me. Um, I don't know if you were just complacent with what was happening. They were touching you. Um, a lot of people touch you. You touch a lot of people. You you should go to jail. She needs to do a lot of time over that. I need her to do at least 180 days in maximum confinement, locked to a table with no food um, and no access to... <laughs> Anything other than what? I was clearing my nose. My nose was itching. <laughs> I think Zeus Network needs to fire her. Nobody in their right mind at a job. She was at a job would be able to behave that way. Mm -hmm. um, I told Lemio what I thought about it, what I thought about her. I told Floyd what I thought about it. And watching that back, there's no way that that could ever happen at a Flamingo fight. His whole legacy would be like degraded to love and hip hop, like to that type of vibe. And Lemuel doesn't even support behavior like that. Like that was out of production control. That mm -hmm. was just whatever that was. That was. I want to say things, but I don't want to get sued because I don't know what it was. I didn't drug test you. I think they should have <laughs> drug tested you and put it online. Um, I don't know how many hits would have been in that blood but um that was a lot that was a lot um what do you think would you invite her to your bar mitzvahs absolutely not this is one of those embarrassing moments where you're like so drunk or blackout on drugs which i that has never been in my lifetime but i mean what annoys me is people trying to pin it on the police or say they i think they handled it as appropriately as they could they she punched one of them pushed them and they had to carry her out of there like a pig ready for roast <laughs> and <laughs> it was why, why you call her a pig i didn't call her a pig i said they were carrying her out like a pig ready for roast so that that's one of those moments that should well, be you're so saying they could have put her on a skewer and just turned her around like a rotisserie they had her by the ankles and 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 the the wrists carrying her out <laughs> so this is one of those moments for her that should embarrass her into sobriety because that was ridiculous she won't be embarrassed she went to the breakfast club and did a whole play whole skit i feel like she doesn't care it, to me i feel like she thought the zeus cameras were still on they were they were just body cams. right they were body cams but this yeah. is really sad this is the culture that this is us this is what that that now, will I say that I've never had a moment like that in my life? No, I would be, I would be, I would be a hypocritical, is a hypocrite, a hip, hypocrite, a hypocrite. I'd be a hypocrite if I said that I've never had a moment like that, but not where I wasn't supposed to. 
but I don't think I've ever seen you like growling and barking. Eh, eh, eh. I like well, growling. If once you start growling, now, now <laughs> that's a different level of that's a different level. But I've been dragged. I've been dragged out of places by police fighting. But year this was years ago for good reason. There was no good reason. Like you slapped and beat everybody at the event, including the police. They need to put resisting arrest, assault on police officers, um, obstructing justice, uh, assault. Uh, assault with a deadly weapon because your <laughs> hips were... It was a lot going on. They need to throw you under the jail. And I'm here for it. And I want to testify. I'm going to testify in your trial against you. I don't know what my testimony is going to be, but whatever gets you locked up in more time. I ain't a snitch. I'm just a citizen that was... You know, you create an unsafe situation. And I'm sure there's so many lawsuits. I can't even tell you how many lawsuits are there. Um... Look at her face. That's exactly right. She don't care. That's exactly how she looked. I'm the Puerto Rican princess. Well, Amber Rose told me she beat your ass, though. Who? Where's it at? Now, if anybody over that BET doesn't want me to tell y'all how y'all uh, canceled me over there with something, send me that video and let me play that. Let me play the unedited version where Amber Rose says she got on top of that head Allegedly. and was punching your, <laughs> punching your wig to the side. <laughs> Blame it on Quay, told me. But you got beat up too. Yeah, Quay, I threw y'all under the bus. Y'all shouldn't have told me shit. Y'all know what it is over here. Oh, Hollywood on lock on my cub blood. All right, whatever. Uh, next. I said cub blood because I like the Crips and the Bloods. I like every gangster. By the way, Takashi 6 9 FaceTime today wants to come on the show. I already told you, unless you dead, we ain't talking about you over here because I don't believe you. When you want, pull up. No, we have all his, we have his full interview ready. Pull up. The package ready? Mm -hmm. And the gifts. And, and the, the questions. Gifts. I have blue cards, <laughs> gifts. Pull on up. All right. Um, a white woman's in the news. <laughs> Why are you looking at Marina? <laughs> And you know what? You know what? First of all, we you know, now you know how it feels to be the only token black. <laughs> they shot down affirmative action. You didn't even need it to get mm -hmm. this job, okay? <laughs> all right, you're more than qualified. All right, well, look, a white woman's in the news. This is the white woman. Um, she did a racist rant, believe it or not. Now, this is Poolside Karen, a.k.a. <laughs> Blair Featherman. Uh, ain't that a white name, Featherman? Blair Featherman. Blair Featherman. Ain't never been a black person named Blair Featherman. <laughs> well, she's now breaking her silence, claiming that she's the one who was attacked in the viral TikTok video showing her lashing out at a group of Latinos. <laughs> I'm glad the Latinos are getting it for once, because I'm sick of seeing white people attacking black people. <laughs> Go on. Hold on. Where's it at? Uh, for the Latino community. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, anyway, here's Blair going off at the pool in her luxury apartment complex in Lakewood, Colorado. Take a look. Yeah, it's true. You have a fob, two people. You have a fucking Mexican party in the pool. Trash. Oh yeah, you want you, you can't do that. You can't just record me. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, you guys are such losers. I'm so sorry. Go back down to Denver. Please, I don't. Yeah. I live here. I live here. Nowhere where you ever came from, you fucking low class Oh my god, it's so dumb, and you're wearing it at the pool, you idiot. This is turning. Yeah, you don't even know what our maze is. I have her maze sandals on, bitch. Oh yeah, and these. Hold on, wait. This is good. I don't know what happened to you, Blair, 
but whatever happened to you deserve that shit. Now, Blair's telling the Daily Mail that it was the group of wannabe TikTokers who attacked her and clawed at her first. Now, she claims that it all started when she noticed that there were people. I don't care what happened. I don't care. I'm not about to. See, you did that, Karen. Blair, you did that. You done spilled my whole whatever drink that was. <laughs> it doesn't matter why you did what you did. Telling people to go back where they came from. Why did y'all invite us here? Well, y'all killed all the Indians for us to be here anyway. It's the lack of history that you all study in this country where you tell people to go back where they came from. Why don't y'all go back where y'all came from? You weren't here first. And then now I'm mad that the White House is called the White House. It should just be called the house. Mm -hmm. Because it's the White House because it was white, but black folks, the slaves, building it for the white people. Y'all painted it white so you can get away with it, but I know the real shade. It was the White House because only white people out in that bitch. Unless you're working in the kitchen. Well, either way, now uh, the, the apartment complex, I guess there's rules that are coming up and saying that there's only a certain amount of people that could be in the pool, and if you have more people, that, you, that there's a rule that you can't have too many people. Either way, she's saying that the people were being loud, so that was her excuse to be racist. Y'all better be careful because I saw that little gut you had, Blair. Now, somebody had to punch you in that little jiggly wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you got to be careful because you never know these days who's really going to go there. And even though you're saying they called you a white bitch, I didn't see all that. Where was your camera? Where was your TikTokers filming you? I'm sick of seeing this Karen story play over and over. Aren't you? Aren't you? It's embarrassing. What do you think? She's a bug-eyed, sunburnt racist. She had too many bottles of rosé and sat out in the sun, and I'm tired of them. Their go-to is always to say, you stink, go back where you came from. And then they turn around and, and want to say, oh, it wasn't racist, or oh, they attacked me first. No, everything out of her mouth had to do with their ethnicity or a stereotype about their ethnicity. So, girl, be quiet. Have several seats. If you lose all your jobs, you deserve it. If you lose everything you have, you deserve it because that's your go-to is to be racist. And I respect everybody out there that films all this stuff and shares it so we could talk about it here. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it today is because I really felt feel like the only way you really eradicate racism and hate is to just, like, expose it. So whoever knows where Blair Featherbender, whatever her name is, <laughs> Wherever she works, can y'all tag her employer below? Can we find her? Let's find Blair and tag her Blair Featherspoon uh, below, okay? <laughs> and the, the crazy part is you're like a pretty lady, too. She's pretty to me, but then she's so ugly. Like, her eyes, now that I look at it, she looks evil. Yeah. You look possessed. You look like what Jocelyn... I was going to say, they're, they're right? sharing the same stash of something. Wouldn't we love to see them on the next undercard at a Flame with a fight? Bye. <laughs> all right, listen, all. That's the tea I got for today. It's time for thoughts and prayers. I got six minutes. Sometimes people just be doing too damn much. Like, please read the room, okay? And then react accordingly. Now, we clearly saw that with the fan who just decided he was going to nosedive off of a stage into a gaping hole in the crowd, several feet below where people just didn't give a damn, right? And after being warned not to by the fans who weren't going to catch him, he literally did it anyway. They said don't do it, get someone else to do it. And it was clear that he wanted to do it. But this was a clear example of just doing way too damn much and not reading the room. Now, 
you're walking away from a festival with a possible concussion, broken limbs, or something worse. Like, he could have seriously hurt another person and been hit with charges for acting like a damn animal. Or a Trump capital climber in reverse. Either way, it was just dumb. Now, like that Tasmanian devil we talked about, I mean, the Puerto Rican princess, Jocelyn. Oh, I hate talking about this girl. What she did backstage at the Floyd Mayweather fight was just literally doing too damn much. And maybe it was because she had a cold. By the way, we got the snowman coming on the show this week at the Jason Lee show. Uh, Y'all need to learn something. You need to learn your limits. You need to read that damn room. Or how about the poolside Karen going off on them damn Latinas? Doing way too damn much. Now take your racist ass on somewhere and get alive. She claimed that she was richer than them and had the right to be there at the pool. Well, go buy some damn land and build your own house. Or go kill some Indians and build it anyway. And leave these hardworking people alone because these Karens are getting out of control. I'm telling y'all, y'all better be careful because you're going to run up on the wrong person and something's going to happen because we're going to read the room and we're going to read your ass for filth. Now, people, it's 2023. Segregation and all that type of hate, slavery, go back where you came from and all that, it's been abolished. And let's be real, this is not your land. It was stolen by your people. And speaking of stolen, Selena Gomez, allegedly believing that The Weeknd stole her life story for his new TV series. Now, initially it comes off as a huge reach, you know, maybe like one or two moments in there may have been attributed to, maybe not. But you need to get on the ground and do some stretching because that reach is just reaching too damn far. But being that the show is reportedly not coming back for season two, maybe there is some truth to it because maybe like your relationship with The Weeknd, it just died. Maybe it failed because of poor ratings. Maybe that will happen to Larson Pippen and Marcus Jordan with their podcast, too. We don't know. But they may not have them problems if they keep on going. Now, if they achieve the success they think they're going to in reality TV, aside from them biting off the forbidden fruit and falling in love with Michael Jordan's son and doing all the things that they shouldn't, when he came out and publicly said that he don't support it, all that is the toxic relationship that makes us all tune in to see what's going on with their relationship. And although it wasn't in their favor when Michael said he doesn't approve, who knows what could happen? They get a big TV deal and he joins the show. Guess we'll have to wait for that and see what happens. But until then, I'll be here following all the mess and reporting right here on the show. That's it for the Jason Lee Podcast. Everybody, make sure that you are tuned in to the Jason Lee Podcast every week right here. Also, the Jason Lee Show over at Revolt. And make sure you're following us everywhere that podcast stream and that you're following us on all social media at Hollywood Unlocked, the only Jason Lee, and the Jason Lee Show for all updates. We love all of you. Walk with God. Peace. The Jason Lee Podcast.